0: soundly so right now our listeners get 30% off headspace's entire library of meditations just go to headspace.com sleep pod for 30% off your subscription but only until may 12th this is the best deal offered right now head to headspace.com sleep pod today this is the smart passive income podcast with pat flynn session number 36 thank you for listening thank you good boy what's that that's a microphone Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he wants to coach a soccer team someday, Pat Flynn. Yep, yep, that was my son you heard at the beginning of the podcast, two and a quarter years old, and it's just crazy. How fast he's growing up. I mean, we're having full conversations now. I mean, he negotiates like, what's that about? Negotiates, and, and it's unbelievable. He's actually really good at it, too. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening in. Uh, this is the Smart Passive Income Podcast, session number 36. My name is Pat Flynn, and today we're continuing our success story interview series that we started in the last session, session number 35. And that was a fantastic interview with Ryan. Nicodemus and Joshua Fields Milburn from theminimalist.com. And this one is just is good. So let's get right into it. And I'll be posting a few more of these in the next few weeks. So you should see these coming more often and more frequently than I usually post podcasts. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. So today I have the pleasure of having Sunil on the show. Sunil. I've actually known Sunil for a while, not in person he i had you know he had i like didn't go to school with him or anything but through the blogosphere actually he commented on my blog a number of times in the past and that's how i've gotten to know him and you know i visited his blog and he actually has a blog of his own in the same space as me where he talks about how he's making money online but he's really upfront to say that most of his money that he makes doesn't come from that site Uh, Unlike myself uh, at this moment in time, most of it comes from outside of his entrepreneurial blog, and so Neil comes from the financial industry, and and he's created several, several, and I I mean like like over twenty several different businesses, passive income businesses online since two thousand and two, two of which we're going to talk about today. One in the travel niche, and the other, well, uh, I guess you could say it's in the travel niche, but not. Really, you'll see it's 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 actually a pretty interesting story. Uh, But in total, I will tell you, he has over twenty different websites, all creating passive income for him. He has published over twenty ebooks. He sold a company to an eBay power seller for a quarter million dollars in two thousand seven. It's just he's he's all over the map, and and like like myself, he loves to share how he's done it. So I'm really happy to have him on the show today. He's been doing this a lot longer than me, and has a lot of wisdom to share. And uh, he's got a cool accent, too. So let's check out the success story interview with Sunil. Enjoy. Uh, Sunil, dude, thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Pat. And thanks for taking time out of your busy day to uh,
0: speak to me today. My pleasure, of course. Now, you have a lot of stuff going on. You said, and I read this in an email you sent to me, that you've had over 15 websites uh, going on before you started extra money blog, which is where I know you from. So tell me kind of first kind of what was your first experience with doing websites and how you got started and uh, I'd love to hear that story.
1: Sure, Pat. Uh, You know, when I uh, first started uh, looking into internet business, I was actually working as a consultant. I was working my professional and educational background. Uh, You know, I'm a CPA, a certified public accountant. I'm also a chartered financial analyst. So I was working for a uh, big consulting firm, often on the road and traveling. And I was fairly actively involved in real estate, which is something I still do today. So just like you, I'm a big proponent of passive income, which helps us all uh, take control of our time, uh, freedom and flexibility. Uh, And because of that, real estate was uh, something I got into. Now because of the profession uh it kept me away from home quite a bit traveling and uh as a result over time deal after deal kept coming through my inbox through MLS listings through my agents but yet I couldn't act on them because I was working 80 90 hours a week I mean the money was fantastic but uh as you know uh you know corporate life has its uh own set of pros and cons and one of it is with a traveling job it just keeps you away Mm -hmm. and being the the entrepreneur that i am i started looking into ways i could control or execute my real estate endeavors remotely from wherever i am and the more i looked into it the more i felt it would be uh, a little difficult to do because real estate is such a business where uh, it's very local it's very tangible. You gotta touch, see, look, feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, deal with the local uh, partners and whatnot. So that is when I started looking into other methods of generating uh, income, passive income preferably. And I started uh, reading various blogs and how to create uh, website tutorials uh, meant for uh, beginners, such as myself. Uh, you know, and I spent a good. I would say a year and a half, almost two years, Pat, before I took any action. Uh, I was uh, initially skeptical of it. There's a lot of uh, fluff out there. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult when you're brand new to this kind of thing, knowing who to tune into and who to tune out. Uh, so that was a struggle initially, but luckily I stumbled across the right, right uh, sources absorbed everything I could uh, for a year and a half. And when I finally felt that, you know, it's time to take action. And by the way, I I wouldn't looking back in hindsight, uh, you know, I wouldn't recommend waiting that long. You've got to got to be a fast mover. got to take the action. The Internet is very forgiving. It forgives a lot of the errors we make and we we can learn as we go. So, uh, you know, coming back to myself, it took me that long, but I finally pulled the trigger using a product uh, i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's called site build it mm-hmm, i am and it's uh, uh you know a comprehensive uh website uh suite per se as they call it uh, an all-in-one it really meant for the beginner who doesn't really uh, uh care to get involved with the technicalities and whatnot so it perfectly you know appealed to me i said it's only uh at the time it was 300 bucks. it still is actually 300 bucks and I said, it's, it's an investment, well, you know, worth making, let's give it a shot. So that was sort of my uh, first experience with commercializing or delving into websites with the intention of generating uh, revenue. And, uh, you know, I, I thought about, as I was going through the tutorials, uh, the first phase is coming up with your topic, brainstorming the website concept, the niche you're gonna be in, uh, you know starting with the root keyword as we all uh, uh often often uh start our endeavors with today so uh, you know I, I wrote down pretty much uh, a bunch of topics that i felt somewhat passionate about uh, and topics that related to me and and my family and one of them was the uh, emirate of dubai uh, dubai is one of seven emirates in the united arab emirates and the reason That was one of my root keywords is because uh my wife is originally from there and uh you know the the more i uh drilled down into the keyword i thought okay this is something uh you know that i know a lot about it'd be cool to create a holiday site something for people from the west uh europeans uh, as a resource for them when they're looking to travel to dubai so you know without much thought Uh, really just just jived right into it and my wife you know being from Dubai helped me along the way Um, the website was uh, you know it took a good I'd say 12 or even I think even 12 or more months I think at the 14th month mark we decided okay let's let's start monetizing this let's put some AdSense And as you can imagine, 14 months into it, there was just a ton of content that was Mm -hmm. created.
0: How often were you creating content for the site?
1: Oh, boy. You know, it kind of went in spurts because at the time uh, I was still working. So what happened was I was setting aside weekends and I would batch process content creation. So one weekend I might have 10, 15, 20 pages go up and Mm -hmm. then nothing for the next five days. But then when the next weekend rolled around, I was back in my room or sometimes at Panera, wherever I could get some peace and quiet, uh, you know, cranking out content. So it was a gradual process. But over time, uh, you know, we were able to build hundreds and hundreds of pages. I think today, as I look back and 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 mind you, I haven't touched the site in terms of adding new content to it for at least three years now, I would say. Uh, Well, a little under three years. I I did some updates to it, but it's been a while and I haven't touched it. And the beauty of it is uh, it was set up in a way that it still generates a consistent uh, stream of income for me. In fact, there was a period of time where the income only kept increasing month over month because more of those web pages were getting indexed more of those uh, web pages were starting to get backlinks some of the backlinking efforts i put in long time ago were just now coming to fruition as uh, search engines updated their index and whatnot i don't really know when and what you know how they do it but that, that was the only theory i could come up with i put in all this effort months had gone by and suddenly i'm seeing the results trickle in so you know that was a, a an interesting uh, uh revelation if you will Mm. uh and, and that you know as i was going building the site with my wife i was also learning at the same time uh whether that's learning about basic html coding whether it's learning about basic internet marketing principles back backlink building you know what's the right domain to use keyword research things of that nature so slowly over time component by component, piece by piece, I was learning what the industry was all about, how things really came together and worked together. And it was really, I would say at the two to three year mark where I finally realized that, uh, you know, I think I have something here. I think I really understand what's going on. You know, I understand how to do business online, how to get a website up on the first page of Google, uh, things of that nature. So that's when I started dabbling into various other uh, niche areas, per se, Mm -hmm. whereas, uh, uh, you know, demand and relatively decent to low competition, where I said, okay, knowing what I already know, uh, I can probably recreate what I've done a lot faster and not having to repeat some of the mistakes uh, or, or run into the same walls that I ran into as over time we only get better with things. So, uh, and, and you know, that proved right. Uh, I started my second site, uh, my third site, and, and a lot of these, as I started more sites, a lot of them came from my personal experience. So before even conducting any type of research out of, out of thin air, I looked, at, I looked within and said, okay, what do I know? What am I good at? Uh, i know the the finance industry really well. i know mergers and acquisitions really well. i know investments really well uh, uh i know dividends really well i know uh in fact uh, i think i've shared this with you but i as a frequent traveler uh i have had my share of experiences with airlines uh and uh <laughs> i'm not going to name any names, but uh you know there are some airlines that are very good at deferring um, your your problems, per se. Uh, you know, I've had many instances where I've lost my luggage and all they did was toss me around from one customer service department to another, often, you know, ending in, in frustration. And then they send you a $125 check in exchange for your luggage, not knowing what, what was in it. But long story short, I figured a lot of people are probably in the same shoes that I am and because they cannot deal with the airlines effectively they just end up getting frustrated and back off Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's still their loss so what I did is I turned my experience uh successfully uh suing (laughs) a few airlines in small claims court and uh successfully collecting uh what I was truly owed uh you know I had the right documentation in place uh the, the right way to present your case to the court that compiled all that information into an ebook that I felt many people can benefit benefit from if they truly have a, a genuine stance. Uh, you know, and that website uh, has done really well. that's that website is uh dot uh, com and uh, uh, you know, speaking of numbers to date, that book, uh, the last I checked, it sold over a thousand copies, uh, which for me, you know, it might not be that big of a number for 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 a lot of marketers out there that are that are doing really well. But for me, that was that was a big achievement.
0: That's great. Uh, How much does that book sell for? It's a
1: I have it out there for nineteen ninety nine. Uh, it sells. Uh, it used to sell slightly uh, more than that. I believe on barnes uh, barnes and noble and amazon but because of some they have some policies where i think you have to normalize the price to to what you're selling it for elsewhere i think it's it's back down to 1999 i haven't looked at that site again in in quite some time and that's again that's the beauty of it Uh, if executed properly and i know you're a big proponent of this work hard now and reap the benefits for months and years to come uh you know you put in the right diligence the right Uh, execution and uh you know the benefits are long-term indeed in nature
0: right okay we have a lot to to cover here i have a lot of questions about what you just talked over but uh first of all thank you for sharing that it's a great story and uh it's amazing how it's how easy it seems that you can just take something from your own life and put it online and and educate people about it and then start to make money from it i mean have you had any failures along the way
1: quite a bit quite a bit um uh, there are, you know, I tried eBay for a bit. I um, found that it was very, very difficult to compete with, with manufacturers literally selling directly from their manufacturing shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, e- eBay over time has, has gone from a uh, garage sale to more of a direct business-to-consumer uh, selling platform. Uh, so lost a lot of money in eBay fees not knowing what I was doing. Uh, things of that nature. And then I also, uh, back in 2005, started a uh, e-commerce business with uh, uh, designer fragrances, essentially. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, when I was traveling overseas, I realized that the same products that are manufactured in the US are sold overseas at a different price point. So it made sense to re-import those products back into the country and sell them locally and still undercut the retailers so started that venture and that was a different kind of a failure path the business made money but uh it it was a it wasn't planned correctly in other words uh it it started growing a little too faster than what we could handle Mm -hmm. so a lot of people for example would buy online and let's say they bought 20 products but our systems weren't designed to reflect the quantities on hand. So we could probably fulfill, let's say I'm just throwing numbers out there. We could fulfill half the order. We would send them 10 products, but then we will have to issue them a refund for the other 10. Now the disadvantage in that is each time you're processing something and then you have to refund that same amount, you're paying credit card processing charges on both ends. Mm. So a lot of losses uh, started to pile up. It was a very low margin business. Um, So definitely, I mean, that was a failure. Uh, Several other failures uh, in the offline world um, with real estate, initially not having a fine-tuned strategy, uh, just overpaying for properties. And we're talking tens of thousands of dollars uh, you make a mistake in real estate it could really cost you cost you big um but but yeah to answer your question uh you know the the dubai holidays website uh the Sudhi airlines website though these are successes these were predicated by several uh attempts that didn't you know quite go as as well as i planned but you know we 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 all learn from them we all uh uh, learn and and execute and and try to try to do something better mm-hmm. each time we reattempt. I mean that's a, that's a common trait all successful entrepreneurs have. So uh, you know you know my my takeaway from all that is is keep trying. Uh, you know in in the in the recent times I would say because I have stuck to, uh, quote unquote the model the business model that that I've found success with that tends to be uh doing just fine for me. So so a lot of success is there. I will tell you, however, that blogging is brand new to me. So, you know, I started the blog uh less than 18 months ago or so and and honestly it doesn't I spend the most amount of my time on the blog <laughs> trying trying to uh <laughs> trying to uh really chronicle everything I've done. So while you know I feel that it gives the most value out of everything else that I do. It really doesn't bring in uh, much from a monetary perspective and that's fine. I mean, I didn't go into it expecting it to be a, a big financial success. It was sort of a capstone uh, project that right. documents you know, a lot of the different things I've done offline and online.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds very sim- uh, similar to how when I started SmartPassiveIncome.com, so maybe in the future you'll get to that point where uh, that blog will start to take off as well. So. I uh, hope so. I mean, I know the information on it is good enough. So um, maybe just over a little bit of time. But it's great to hear that all these things are going well. I want to go back to when you first started with that Site Build It site and your, du- your your Dubai site. You said you you had it up and you were just creating content for it. You had a job at this time that you were devoting 80 to 90 hours <laughs> a week and you would develop content pretty much on the weekends or whenever you had time. Now, 14 months later, fast forward when you start to put AdSense on it, what kind of numbers were you seeing as, as far as the AdSense uh, is concerned and how much are you seeing today still?
1: Yeah, uh, in fact, I got it right here in front of me. I could uh, go to my Ad, AdSense account for that particular website and my first month, it was uh, just under $30. So it was actually that was actually pretty good for me. I mean, having read others, other people's experiences with AdSense, uh you know, I was I was pleasantly surprised. But th- but then at the same time, this wasn't a brand new site. It 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 was a, a site over a year old. It had some some traffic. It had good traffic coming in actually. And uh so I wasn't surprised by the by the $30. But what was uh, pleasant is that $30 kept incrementally increasing. Uh you know, I didn't I didn't go from thirty to forty. I think I jumped from thirty to sixty, uh sixty to in the low 100s, stayed in the 100s for a few months, and then the jumps after that were exponential, so from 100 to 300 to 600. And today, actually, as we speak, uh, it makes uh, roughly $1,500 in AdSense, which uh, it was actually making more uh, back in, look at this, back in October uh, is when, October, November timeframe, the site was hit pretty badly uh, with the uh, because it's a content, uh, mm. heavy content based site. Mm. Uh, this was when uh, Google had uh, launched the Panda update and the site took a big beating. Uh, you know, this this site was getting in its prime. It was surpassing 4000 visitors per day. Uh, now, as as I see it, it's 2500 on average. So again that 2500 was actually lower post panda and slowly it's picking up back again but it's it it has seemed to have hit a ceiling where it just wouldn't go past that mm-hmm. so you know we're continuing to try different things going back uh maybe maybe uh thickening some of the quote unquote thin pages the thin content uh some of the basically following some of the guidelines uh, Google's put up there. But to answer your question, uh, the site now today, last few months, it's averaging roughly fifteen hundred dollars in AdSense. But then the site over time as we've evolved, we've put a lot of affiliate offers. The website itself has two ebooks uh that that we sell on it. One one of those ebooks was personally written by me. Uh, Very cool. So basically how to get a job in in Abu Dhabi, which is a tax-free haven. And uh, there's a very specific interviewing culture. The way you get jobs in, in those kinds of Gulf Coast countries is very different. The whole culture is different. So there was a market for that, and that book, again, sells very well. So, you know, between the affiliates and the books and the other offers I have on there, we also do lead generation for people who want to start businesses there we refer them to a business startup office some locals uh accountants and lawyers in dubai so that brings another roughly fifteen hundred dollars so all in all the site does bring in roughly three thousand dollars monthly and again it's, it's purely passive from all the work that was put in beforehand
0: mm-hmm. well, that's great i mean what kind of content is on that site and you know how Big are those posts you know on average or are they just are they big, small or kind of- they're actually,
1: yeah they're actually a uh, good question. they're actually quite quite healthy. I mean the site is a uh, the, the name of the site is uh, the Dubai information site and it's geared towards uh, holidays in Dubai for folks who want to visit Dubai or recently have moved there. So it's an information based site that covers all the aspects of Dubai from travel, tourism to hotels to flights, calling cards, getting the best deals, talking about the culture, the economy, the currency. Uh, If you don't know anything about Dubai and you happen to find this site, it'll educate you on everything you need to know. And the different, the the USP per se of this site is, everything is uh, coming from a a personal firsthand perspective. So when you read it, you will feel like I am, or my wife is having a personal one-on-one conversation with you it is not a uh, uh, doesn't have a commercial look feel touch tone none of that in it so so you know it's not a, uh, a commercially focused site right. um, as far as the size of the content there are about uh 40 what i call tier 2 pages which are the main pages that are linked directly to my home page those pages some of them are as uh large as I'd say four to 6,000 words. So it's pretty uh, heavy from a content perspective. Now, each one of those tier two uh, pages have their respective tier three pages, the third layer per se. And those are all linked to the tier two pages. Those tier three pages range from 500 words to a thousand words. Some here and there are more than a thousand because the topic calls for it. Uh, such as the, the you know your transportation options in Dubai, for example. There are just so many of them, and now ju- they just added the metro train, so I have to actually go back and update that. But uh, uh, some are long, but the shortest you'll find there is 500. Uh, the reason why we went back and started to look for thin content is because at one point we had integrated a question and answer section, a forum, where people mm-hmm. could personally ask questions And a lot of times people would ask questions and we would respond and that would be the extent to it. And the SBI system creates a single page just for that. So in Google's eyes, they see that as an independent page. And sometimes, you know, it could be less than a hundred words. And that definitely is specified in the Panda update as as a big no-no. So we went back and uh, actually tried to consolidate a lot of those. So that's, that's, what we're trying to do and seeing if it's going to make any impact in the coming months here.
0: Okay. So this site is still, it's information dash, or excuse me, Dubai information dash site dot com. Um, it's still on site built it.
1: Uh, it is, yeah. Actually, a lot of my, uh, many of my niche websites are on site built it. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I purposely wanted to, to do it that way. Uh, and then I purposely built some sites on the WordPress platform as well, niche sites. To, to sort of compare, uh, what gives me uh, the better, uh, I guess, better ROI in terms of the the time I invest versus the results I get. So I'm actually running those experiments, and I do plan to dissect those in the future.
0: Okay. Any sort of insights, really quick, as far as WordPress versus uh, site builder, as you're going through the experiment right now.
1: You know, so far, Pat, uh, you know, I'll tell you, WordPress is a fantastic platform that can quickly get you up and running uh, all kinds of plugins out there. It's amazing. Um, Site build it, however, uh, you know, does have some back end functionality that that sort of just operates behind the scenes. Uh, I'll give you an example. Each time you create a a static page for your niche website, uh, it automatically. Updates and rearranges your sitemap in the back end and it automatically resubmits that and pings uh, the various ping avenues, which WordPress does as well. Uh, but for some reason, I just I just feel like as I'm building content, as I'm creating content, a lot of the the SBI content is getting indexed quicker, faster. I'm starting to you know see more traffic there. You know I, one one. Inherent limitation I feel with WordPress uh, a lot of times is is if a person doesn't, you know, if if a if a site owner doesn't do a a good job adjusting those permalinks so that your your actual URL uh, is is SEO friendly, a lot of times blog URLs have those funny characters, the dates, the months, etc. You can bypass that by by creating pages instead and modifying the permalink structure. Uh but even after doing that, I, I just feel there is there's something in the back end that, that just expedites the results I'm getting with the SBI site. But you know, to answer your question, yes, the uh the the Dubai information site, uh by the way, with dashes or without, I, I bought both the domains. Cool. So uh <laughs> uh so yes, that's that's still on SBI as well as uh, several other uh websites.
0: Okay, very interesting. Um, a couple of other questions before we finish up, and I know you have a ton more websites that we could talk about, but I I want to keep it short here. And we have some, we have a, two good examples here: the Dubai site and then also the Sue the Airlines site. Now, for the Dubai site, you said you were doing some backlinking. Like, what type of backlinking were you doing, and and kind of what's been working for you?
1: Yeah. So, so, so a couple things. You know, when I when I first started, um. It, so easing articles was was my primary avenue which actually still is today after i create a niche site i give it about a week and then i go back and make sure all the web pages i created are indexed and once they're indexed i make sure i, I take each one of them and i submit to easing because as long as you're uh the, the actual uh, uh if you hold the rights to the content you can't submit that content to easing and, and that's okay um one thing I would caution is not to submit it too quick because Easing is an established platform. And if you go and submit that content to Easing, chances are it'll be indexed before it is on your own website. So mm. if that happens, uh, although it's your content, once, you, once it is indexed on your website, the search engines will, will penalize you for duplicate content because you submitted it too quick to Easing. And because Easing is so, such an established platform, it's, it's pretty much indexed overnight or the minute you submit it. So mm-hmm. that, that's the one caution I'd put there. So give it some time. but uh, initially that's what I was doing. I was building content, waiting till it was indexed, and then going back to EZine, tr- starting to get you know those Zine links. And the way I did them is I and the signature uh, section of EZine, I had put one link to the home page of the website and another link to a deep page. The homepage, I would spell out the link as in www.dubaiinformationsite.com, but the link that I would use to point back to a deep page that would be uh, anchored by a keyword, a relevant keyword, mm, preferably okay. preferably the keyword that that deep that particular deep page you're linking to is optimized for. Right. Um. So so that that you know that's one strategy. And, you know, as time progressed now today, actually, I have a group of sites such as, you know, uh, Squidoo is one of um, Go articles and other Amazines. Uh, There are a handful of sites, and I know you talk about them as well in your your backlinking strategy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sort of the same approach. Uh, You know, you take content, either create new content or spin existing content. Uh, Same concepts in terms of creating the links. Uh, Just got to be careful. I think some of these article submission sites give you credit a, a follow link for a link that is in the content versus the the resource box and some do it the other way around mm-hmm. but you know over time i've learned that mixing and matching follow and do follow links is perfectly fine uh it gives you a variety and it looks more natural to search engines rather than just focusing on do follow which is you know a lot of us get get too tied up with that right uh so it's good to mix it up uh then what i do is a uh, for some sites in the past, I've actually uh, uh, two, two small sites that I created just in the uh, in this past year, I what I wanted to do is see, okay, does, does link wheeling work or does, you know, sticking to traditional backlinking, does that, you know, is that better? So I, I started doing some link wheeling experiments where I would take, you know, four to five sites, such as Ezine, Squidoo, Go articles. I would submit articles to all those sites but then I would have anchor texts linking from one of those to another. So forming a wheel, but at the same time, each of those articles in each one of those sites also linking back to my website. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so that would be the actual link wheel. But then I would use a, a tool such as uh, unique article wizard, for example. I would submit an article there and start driving uh, cords of links back to that particular link wheel. So I wanted to compare that versus taking a website and just linking to it from various sites like eZine without really forming a link wheel and then promoting those articles on eZine and and Go articles by driving hordes of links from unique article wizard. Um, You know, it it was an interesting experiment because uh, both sites did well, and these are micro niche websites, so under 10 pages each. You know, both both did really well, but over time, the site where I applied link wheeling uh, seems to have surpassed uh, the site. But again, the other side. But then again, there are a lot of other factors too. So yeah, it's, it's hard. hard to it's, do
0: experiments like that. I mean, you know, yeah, it's so just, hard. It's uh, it's
1: so hard. There's so many variables. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting if you had say 10 or even 100. I mean, that's what you really need to understand exactly what google's trying to do uh but that's uh, it's always good to do experiments like that even if if your own if you have your own niche sites and your own businesses just see what works because you can always change things around and apply things in the new sites that you create in the future now there's a couple uh like i said a couple questions and these are kind of more mindset questions now or actually before i get into that um your dubai site most of your traffic comes from google
1: absolutely between google uh yahoo and bing uh they Pretty much I think 80 percent of the the traffic comes from there.
0: Okay, and then for your airline site Sue, so the airline site, which is more of a the, the site just looks like a landing page with that sells an ebook, how are you driving traffic to that site?
1: Yeah, good question. Uh, it, it does look like just a uh, sales page, but honest, if you go all the way on the bottom, there is actually a, a small link there that says articles. And when you click that link, you'll see a whole database, a whole library of articles, 40 plus articles. And, and okay. basically, each one of those articles is optimized for uh, a specific uh, and relevant keyword. Uh, and the, the theory here is each one of these articles is linked back to the home page. Therefore, if you can uh, uh, drive uh, PR juice and link building from link building efforts, and if you can drive traffic to these underlying pages, they essentially push up uh, the homepage higher up on on search engine rankings, the whole pyramid concept. So uh, a lot of the traffic is actually coming from uh, organic searches. And then I do get a lot of direct traffic because, uh, you know, this uh, book, like I said, is on a few other platforms, such as uh, Google Books, uh, Kindle, and then Barnes & Noble, and then also uh, ClickBank. So I have a lot of affiliates, for example, that are, uh, driving traffic to the sales page. So, uh, you know, when I look at the pie chart on Google Analytics, search engines is a big chunk, but a big chunk is also uh, referral traffic, mm-hmm. and that referral traffic is divvied up uh, into these uh, these avenues I just talked about. But then, you know, I also get other and and direct, and those are just I don't know how to explain those, but I, I guess there are people <laughs> hard coding this stuff in. So, yeah, well, that's yeah. cool.
0: Okay, that's great. That's great advice, actually. So, I mean, those one page sales pages, uh, they don't really work anymore, it seems. And I think that's a great strategy to use to get some search engine traffic for a landing page type of site that sells an ebook if you don't, for example, have a blog with an audience. Uh, so, I think that's really smart. And again, something that can be experimented with. Now, if you were uh, just, you know, giving advice to someone who is starting out and who was like, you know, Sunil, what, can, what you know, I don't have any I don't feel like I have any life experiences like you do to share. How can I start an online business? What would you say?
1: You know, I'd say you know all of us, if you really evaluate, take a step back to evaluate ourselves, look within, you will find something. And if there is not, you know, find a way to to create it, make it happen, uh, delve into something. Uh, pursue something uh, something that's totally foreign uh, to you some story will come out of it Uh, you know and, and even if you don't have one I think you know we live in a world where where just there's so many good blogs out there I mean look at your blog for example there's so many personal stories being shared stuff that works versus stuff that doesn't so if somebody is interested in in doing business online uh, yes having a story is great if they don't they can cre- they can create one make one happen sure but if all else fails just look at what people are doing find something that you're passionate or interested about because if you have that interest in learning something you can learn along the way as well you can learn and at the same time develop something with a profit motive so you don't necessarily have to be the expert when you start you can develop into one as you're kind of moving along the process at the same time you know you're learning and at the same time you're you're talking about it or teaching it or you don't have to teach it but you know whatever you're doing building a niche site an information site just putting everything you've learned there you will find a way to monetize it there are just so many avenues out there today
0: yeah I absolutely 100% agree with you I I really truly believe that everyone has it in them to create an online business of some kind it's just have to you know some people have to work harder to find that and Yeah, uh, totally.
1: And, and you know what, too, Pat is a, another thing I'd add is a lot of people when they think online business, they they think, okay, I need to have a niche site, I need to have some sort of a website, a blog, a forum, something out there. Honestly, you don't need any type of a web property. You can still generate uh, income online. Uh, you've talked about submitting articles to places like uh, Infobarrel and making making some some money from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, me myself. I have so many ebooks that don't sell on any particular websites, per se. They're just out there in cyberspace. So if somebody has a passion for writing, you know, create ebooks. I mean with, with the platforms we have there today, I mean, Barnes, Amazon, these guys have a, a group of hungry audience just waiting for the next best release. I mean, you know, the ebooks themselves, and I, I don't think I've mentioned this to you, but I have over 20 ebooks out there, and, and they all sell really well. Um, so again, take, take something you're interested in or take a passion or take an episode from your own life, your experience, your profession, anything it is, there is likely a group of audience out there who's one interested and two willing to pay for that information to make their life easier. So it's possible.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you, Sunil. I appreciate your time. Uh, we ran over a little bit about, uh, than what I planned on, but it was because we had some great information on here and thank you for the insight and the inspiration. Now, if anyone wanted to get in contact with you or find out more about you and what you do, where would they go?
1: Uh, Pat, the best way I would say is the extra money blog. So without the duh, so just extra money blog. That is where I have a pretty comprehensive page about me, where I come from. Uh, what I do today and uh, I also talk a lot about all these niche sites and ebooks right on that uh, extra money blog so uh, definitely come in and say hi in fact uh, Pat I'd I'd love for you to to come and comment on my about me page I'm collecting uh, that sort of my collection page there so I definitely want
0: to I'd be happy to Uh, uh, again I I really enjoy the content on your site I know I don't I don't really comment as much as I probably should around the web but uh, I will do that for you Absolutely. Just just once, Pat. <laughs> okay. Just once. I could do that. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, thanks. My pleasure. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: So I hope you enjoyed the interview today with Sunil from extramoneyblog.com. Thank you once again, Sunil, for your time. And if you have just one minute and you haven't done so already, please help push the SPI podcast up in the rankings by leaving a rating and comment in itunes or if you're on stitcher listening to this uh on stitcher as well i read each and every one of them i appreciate them so much they are so motivating to me uh and if you know you have some constructive criticism and you only rate one star you know if you're going to do that I, that's fine as long as you're honest and, and you know i would love your feedback currently we're up to 356 five star reviews and five is the most that you can have on itunes so that's awesome so thank you so much for everyone who's done that already Uh, It's just incredible. Thank you so much. So to finish off, here's to you and your success. And don't forget that no matter what you do online or wherever, if you want to succeed, it's all about providing value and helping as many people as possible. That's why I'm here on the podcast. That's why I do YouTube videos. That's why I'm on the blog. I'm trying to be everywhere to help as many people as possible. And it's always paid me back. So cheers. Thank you so much for your support and all the best. Take care.